Let's strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation. It's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Strategy Talks. We are so glad that you're here. If you're here live, please let us know in the comments where you're joining us from and on what platform you're watching this right now. Uh, we also want to welcome you if you're watching this on the replay and if you would be so kind to put hashtag replay in the comments when you have a question, then my guests and I today can answer that. And then last but not least, if you're listening to Strategy Talks as a podcast, welcome. Today we're going to talk about book marketing tactics. If you have a client, if you're in marketing and you might have a client who is an author and needs some help with book marketing, or maybe you are working on your personal brand and you are ready to launch a book, this is the podcast episode for you. But before we do, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor. They are Social Insider, the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, we're going to talk about book marketing tactics. Here is my friend and author, Valerie Morris. How are you today, Valerie? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. I am so excited to talk about marketing tactics. It's not a big secret. I've said it before on different platforms. I've been working on a book for like three to five years. I've had so many <laughs> books. They're all in my head. They're not in paper. So I'm always excited to talk to authors who actually have put their words in a book and published. So um, I can't wait to do that. But for those of you who are watching or listening, let me make sure you know who Valerie is. She is a digital marketing strategist who believes you can be successful in marketing and have balance in life. Yay for that. She understands social media growth tactics and how they fit in with other digital marketing disciplines. Valerie founded Tintero Creative, a digital agency based in Colorado, and she's the author uh, and oh, and the Authorcraft program designed to support authors launch books successfully. She is active in the digital community in Denver and she's a speaker and trainer. Um, she is the author, this is where I was going for, uh, <laughs> of the book, We're All Ears, How to Increase Your Impact, Influence, and Success Online in a Noisy World. When Valerie shuts off her devices, this former girl from the Burbs can be found learning how to homestead and enjoying some Colorado sunshine on a hike. Valerie, I know you have goats. <laughs> yes, we have goats and we have chickens. Uh, we tried bees. That didn't work out so well. But uh, yeah, we, we're, we're little, little hobby farmers over here. So. That's awesome. I have to, at some point, hear the story about the bees because I remember the bee suit. So the beekeeper suit. <laughs> yes. It's, bees are so interesting, but they are difficult. And I don't know if it's just the higher altitude that makes it hard, but um, we struggled with them for sure. All right. So let's dive into book marketing tactics. Yeah. Valerie, what's happened in the landscape since digital marketing became a thing with books, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when we, when I, when I was a kid back in my day, um, you know, books were 
and long for a long time have been kind of under lock and key of the traditional publishers. You had to, you were kind of at their liberty to sure. be able to get a book deal. Um, they would, it just felt like this, you know, kind of uh, this enigma, you know, of like, how do I actually get my book out? You know, you had to jump through a lot of hoops uh, prior to, you know, the last, I don't know how long since the internet's really kind of jumped up and um, sites like Amazon have made it so easy for authors to enter the space. And so now self-publishing is really a thing. And that has really changed the game, especially for businesses who want to put something out there and or personal brands that, you know, you want to project your authority in some way. And a book is one of those best ways to do that. Um, you know, even though you can self-publish today and technically anyone can self-publish if they want to, it still holds a lot of kind of clout to say you've written a book and then to say you've written a bestseller book that didn't just like go live, but it actually was trending and did well, you know, that, that goes a long way. Um, regardless of whether it's traditional or self-publishing, I've just seen, as you just kind of explained earlier, three to five years, you've got a bunch of book ideas in your head, or maybe you've started a few drafts. But to actually finish a book that's, you know, 20, 30, 40 plus thousand words, that's a lot of work. So there's still a huge respect value to write a book. Absolutely. I would 100% agree with that. And my husband and I joke about that. He's like, publish it already. Even if people don't read it, you have a published book. And I'm like, exactly. well, I want to publish something that I'm proud of and that people right. will read, but I get the gist of it. Yes. I mean, it's like having... Um, a label that says, you know, I'm a college graduate or I have a master's degree or I have this certification, you know, putting author next to your name gives you that cloud that you're looking for, especially if you're a business owner. So I totally get that. So we're going to dive into tactics in a minute. But before we do that, let's talk about book marketing strategy. What are some things mm -hmm. that you can say should not be overlooked when somebody's building a marketing strategy for a book? Yeah. Okay. So two things come to mind right off the bat. The first is timeline. So many authors, uh, especially if they're going the self-publishing route, they get super excited because they have maybe their manuscript finished, it's proofed, it's edited. Technically it could be sold, but a lot of people kind of skip over and they just want to launch their book. They don't really do much around the actual like strategy around marketing their book, you know? And there's a lot that goes into kind of building up that hype. It's just like any other product launch. And a lot of people, you've worked so hard to get the book done. Why would you just kind of throw it out to the world with no strategy, you know? So, but I see authors doing it left and right. Even ones that have publishers. Like I had a friend the other day who posted on social media that her book went live. She posted it on a Saturday in the summer when everyone's out camping and boating and going to shows and all the things. And there was no link to the book either. I mean, just like basic stuff of like, if you're going to put your book out there, you want to put your best foot forward. So timeline, give yourself enough runway to be strategic, build some hype and get the right pieces and parts in place. The other big thing that I see people missing out on, this is a huge piece of what I encourage people to do and walk them through is building a launch team. It's one of the best ways to make your book project and you appear bigger than you are. 
you have this like secret cheerleading squad. It's not necessarily secret, but you have this like behind the scenes cheerleading squad, if you will, making your book look like there's all these people excited about it, which there are, but you've brought them together in a focused way and you've deployed them to take action at the right times to help your book move up in the trends, move up in the algorithms of some of these book sites so you can get some of those those different, you know, accolades like number one new release, bestseller, you know, some of those different things that if you don't have some strategy around it, you're really going to struggle to hit some of those milestones. Well, we already know as a strategist, you're a marketing strategist like yeah. I am, that if you don't have a goal, you can't get there, right? And I, I use this analogy of running. I mean, if I say I'm going to run a marathon, but I don't know where to start or the finish line is, good luck. I can, I can run a marathon. I could be running for weeks and I'll never get there because I don't know when I started or when I need to end. So exactly. it's kind of like that. If you're doing a book launch or, you know, you're creating that strategy, if you're listening to this, make sure you have that timeline and make sure you have those goals. I love the answers to these questions, Valerie. So how do you determine and reach a target audience in an audience in a in a field where say say you write a marketing book mm -hmm. right so how what is some strategy around that you know reaching the right people maybe the market is saturated i love mm -hmm. that what you just said about a, um, a launch team yeah which i love that if that's the answer <laughs> you go with that well it is you know a lot of people they they get confused with launch team and they think it has to be just people in their target audience. Uh, but your launch team can actually be, you know, your great aunt Carol or, you know, your friend from high school that doesn't work in your industry, but they care about you, right? So they want to help see your book succeed, succeed just because of who you are. But I also, in any marketing strategy around a book, I have what I call as a secret launch team. And these are people that don't know that they are on my launch team, but they are people that I strategically want to make sure my book gets in front of. So around launch day, maybe the week after when I have something fun to talk about, about around the book, I can share with these people and make sure that they know that I've got this book. So I think of books largely from a business perspective and a marketing perspective. And so you know, I'm, I'm personally not out writing, you know, romance novels or fiction or children's books left and right. I'm typically thinking about books that have some sort of flow into my business, which a lot of people who are looking to be speakers and coaches and businesses that want a book like that, they're along the same vein. So for me, when I launched my book, I had a list of people that I wanted to kind of have an excuse to get in front of them with. So my book was a tool for that. And it also was a great tool for like, I wanted to speak on certain stages. So I used my book and like just name drops to that, the event planner. Hey, I'm really excited. My book just hit blah, blah, blah. Like that was my, it was like my little like bait to get in to, you know, open the door to talk to them. So, you know, think through some of that of using your book as a tool and then as far as like reaching a specific audience, um, you gotta, you gotta think through like the subject matter of the book, you know, is it actually super specific? 
if it is, then you know exactly who to target. You can do sure. that with paid ads later down the road. You can do that just in the simple copy that you're using to talk about the book. Um, but you also, um, you know, you can put your book in specific categories on whatever platform you're loading your book on. Um, and the category research and, and selection is actually can be very strategic because once your book starts to gain a little bit of traction, these platforms will put your books in other broader categories, which will give you more organic reach. So, you know, just it, a lot of this is just like basic basic stuff but if you're it not is, but, about if, it, but those are things like you said it takes a different skill to yeah. write a book than it does to market a book exactly and a different skill to think about i i write this because i want the world to know and i write mm -hmm. this because i want to get on the stage and so yeah. you laying this out like this is super helpful there's going to be people that are listening to this and going oh duh i mean i've been approached by several people mm -hmm. that we're like, can you help me launch my book? I'm like, well, when is it out? Well, it's already out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a second launch. It would be a, it would know, be a yeah, yeah, a second edition or, you know, I've seen some people try to like, you know, re-promote or kind of pretend their book is just launching, you know, like relaunch it. Yeah. A little bit more difficult to do. And that's partly why I look back to the comment earlier about timeline is like, just because your book is done, doesn't mean the rest of the world has to know about it right away. I know it's, mm. it's very tempting to like, just get it out there. I want to share this. I'm really excited about it, but sit with it behind the scenes a little bit, you know, so that you, when you do get it out, you're, you're a hundred percent ready. You I know? love that. I love that. Just because the book's done doesn't mean the world has to know about it yet. Yeah. I think that is great. That's a great, and nobody post. else. And nobody else knows that your book is done. That's the thing. Like, Unless they're out actively Googling and searching for the name of my book and my name, which I doubt anyone's out there looking for books by Valerie Morris, you know, ahead of time, like, oh, did she write another book? Let's see. Most people aren't going to know. Everyone's so busy with their own stuff. You have to tell them when it's ready, you know, and so you can let it just sit. You can do what you need to behind the scenes to build your marketing plan, get all of your ducks in a row. And then tell the world, you know, and when you do, it'll look like you are just like making this huge splash. You know, if you have the launch team behind you, you have all these other people chiming in, giving you social proof about the book, which only builds up hype for it even more. Other people are like, golly, there's all these people commenting about how great this book is. I better go check out what this is about. Right. You know, right. I just thought of another question as you're talking about that. <laughs> is there a better, is there a time of year? That's beneficial, especially if you're talking about a marketing book or yeah. you know, a, a book, if you want to promote speaking or your business, like for a personal brand, is yeah. there a time of year that's better or a time of year that's really bad that we should avoid? The only time I really tend to avoid is the holiday season. Mm -hmm. So kind of right before Thanksgiving up until a little bit past New Year's, I would say if you launch during that time, you're just fighting for eyeballs. It's just going to be that much more work. Not to say that it can't go well. You're just going to be fighting for it. What would be better if you wanted to have something ready for like holiday gifts is, you know, launch it in October or early November and then continue the marketing push into the holiday season of saying like, it makes a great gift, you know? Um, but, but yeah, I, what I did with my book was I actually launched it on my birthday and 
that was a very easy thing to be like, hey, it's my birthday. My book is discounted. Uh, you know, go ahead and, you know, want to give me a birthday gift or whatever, like get my ebook. And so I got a lot of buzz because I also did a lot of activity on Facebook for my book launch. And I knew that Facebook, it's huge for birthdays. Yes. You know, that's really smart. That's people, really, really smart. Yeah, yeah, people chiming in. So my profile was showing up on people's feeds left and right just between birthday greetings and stuff about the book. Um, and so it worked really well. Now, it made for a birthday where I was working my butt off, you know, <laughs> on launch day. You, there's a lot to do uh, to really, truly engage authentically as the author, but, um, it was worth it. It was so much fun. That's awesome. That's a great, that's a great answer to that question, Valerie. <laughs> so, um, practically tactics, yeah. right? Can you share like maybe one low budget, high impact marketing tactic that you recommend to all authors or publishers like across the board? What's one thing that everybody should do if there's any, mm. Well, okay. Gosh, just one thing. Um, I would say, gosh, I would say, um, map out your timeline. I used Google docs, um, for all of my stuff and it made everything really central. Um, and I don't know, maybe I can drop this in the chat here or share it with you for your show notes, but I actually have a calculator where you can plug in your, the date of when you're thinking of launching and it'll calculate out all of your milestones of like when you should be ready to have certain things done. Nice. Um, and so I'll, sh I'll share that. That's just a free tool, but I built that out as a result of just like learning what works with how much time to give people for certain things how soon you need to have certain things ready because there's always something that goes wrong. You know, you always have to like adjust things. Um, so maybe I would say like use my calculator um, nice. just That's... to help you like map it out because again, the timing is so important. And that's one thing that a lot of people, you just don't know, like, am I missing something? I think right. that's the hardest piece with book marketing is like, because traditional marketing has always felt like this enigma and this huge immense thing. Yeah. We all put this weight around even the self-publishing side of things. And because of that, it feels like there's so many things I just don't know how to do or when to do. So hopefully something like this calculator can I just- I think it's going to be immensely helpful because you don't, you know, the question that comes bubbles up in me, and I'm sure those who are watching live or listening to the podcast are going to have the same question. So how far in advance do I start? Is it two months, three months, five months, eight months? Yeah. And I guess that depends on uh, your budget, I'm assuming, and mm -hmm. uh, you know what you already have in place. Because if yeah. you have no social media in place, that's going to be an, not an uphill battle, but that's going to be a lot more work than if you it already have be. Yeah. stuff in place. Yeah. Yeah. The, and this just helps you figure out what your own milestones or like your own deadlines need to be. And it doesn't mean that like you can't, have a little bit of wiggle room there, but I've just found like the timing piece was just huge for people. People wondering like, you know, when do I need to have editing done? When do I need to have this uploaded to Amazon? When do I need to do this? When do I need to do that? Um, 
but yeah, the timeline. And then, you know, one other piece that came to mind was um, crowdsourcing. Mm. This is something anyone can do. It doesn't require any downloads. But I crowdsourced title ideas for my book. I crowdsourced book covers for my book. Um, even I've crowdsourced subject matter. Um, I'm actually working on another book right now just as a case study. And I have a whole Facebook group just for people to help me like figure out what questions need to be answered or am I missing any questions that need to be answered around a certain subject matter. The more that you can get other people involved in the process, the more they're going to be like, oh, well, like, yeah, I helped pick out that cover. I, I was go just going to say, they feel part of that community. I actually interviewed um, a guest last year, Lori Morin, who talked about the power of a Facebook group and crowdsourcing and mm -hmm. book marketing. So I love that you mentioned that because we can tie back. If you're watching this, listening to this, go listen to Lori Morin's. I'll put it in the show notes and how she did that because that is definitely very important. So the next question I had, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but mm -hmm. how can a book help you with personal branding? How can it further your business? How can it further your other goals that you might have like speaking or, mm -hmm. you know, putting a course together? What, what does it do? Yeah. Well, like I mentioned, like there's just still a lot of weight around a book, you know? And so I think, you know, the general perception is like, if you, if you know enough to write 20,000, 30,000 or more words around a book, um, that's a lot of pretty deep knowledge around a subject matter. So pe most people kind of have this general assumption that if you could write a book around that subject, you know enough to speak about it, or you know enough to consult about it, or you know enough to help me solve my problem in that subject area. So, you know, like for my book, I actually got a speaking gig out of it even before my book was completed wow. because I was talking about what was to come. You know, I was dropping little seeds and um, the book was done before the event, but I got locked in for the speaking gig before the book was even done. Um, so there's just a lot you can do. I know in the speaking space, having a book is, is really a helpful thing. And then your speaking stage becomes a place to then sell more books. Um, I've seen a lot of instances and I've done a few talks like this where you know, the event speaker, part of their speaker fee to you is they're going to buy X number of books to give to their attendees, sure. you know? And so that can be really a nice way to then further perpetuate your, your ex expertise in that industry sure. or that subject matter. Um, and then I've also seen people, I mean, there's so many different creative ways to do this, but just incorporating it into their business ongoing. The reality is when your book launches, that's the, at the very minimum, that's the starting point of the book marketing. Your book marketing never really goes away. You can be promoting that book long after. And a lot of people, they focus on just, you know, launch day, launch week, you know, and then after the dust settles for that, they never talk about their book ever again. Um, and I have a few Don't really do that, parts. right? Don't do right? that. I mean, it, I understand it because you work so hard to get to that point that you're like, okay, I'm tired. Let's take a break. Sure. Um, but the reality is, I mean, with my book, I have been able to pull quotes, excerpts, um, all sorts of subject matter. I will pull out and recycle for social content, for email content um, ever since my book has gone out. And I, I wrote my book strategically to have an evergreen nature to it, meaning that I could talk about these subjects 
any time of the year, any year for the, you know, general foreseeable future versus, you know, writing a book about, you know, Twitter tactics in 2015. Well, by the time the book even comes out, you're probably completely, (laughs) you know, irrelevant. And now with a name change, like it's even more irrelevant. So there's like all of those things you want to think about when you're writing your book, but you know, I would think through what can this book do for you and your business outside of just being a book, you know? Um, and if it's not for your business and it's a completely different subject, you know, a lot of people write things that have, you know, there's like a passion project side to the, sure. to the book. There's a greater purpose there. Memoirs are a great example of that. You know, let your book be what it is if, it, if that's the case, you know, but if you have a way to tie it into your business, I would think beyond just the book launch. What can your book do long-term? Are there ways you can weave it into your big picture marketing strategy? All right, that makes sense. Okay, we're almost out of time, but I have another question (laughs) that I know people wanna know from you. What is the value of book reviews and how Mm. do they factor into getting on that bestseller list or, and then, how does one even start? There's, I'm sure, a strategy for getting reviews. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any advice for those who are listening? You don't have to give away all your secrets, Valerie. I totally yeah. get that. But what can you, what is? what are some things to think about when you're asking for, or maybe there are some, some pitfalls that you're like, don't do this, that you want to yeah. share with our audience today? I'll just say this, like the best time to get reviews for your book is around your launch Um, because you are the most focused on your book and your book is getting the most hype at that point. So that's really where like the launch team can help you as well, because you can get that like just surge of reviews from people who are very focused on helping you. Um, And then others will follow suit as well. But you know, once the dust settles from your initial launch, it is going to be a lot harder to get people to leave a review just on their own. Um, Another thing I'll just throw out there is that personal messages go a long way. Mm. So a blanket post on your LinkedIn profile or on Facebook post or whatever that says, hey, um, I, you know, I'm so grateful for everyone who leaves reviews. If you haven't left a review for my book yet, please do. Blanket posts like that are really hard because everybody else thinks, well, oh, she sent this, she posted this on her big profile. She's got, you know, a few thousand people she's friends with. Somebody else is going to do it. It doesn't need to be me. Whereas when you send that personalized message, asking someone that you know has read your book to write a review, that goes a long way because then that person feels like, oh my gosh, like Valerie really depends on me to write this review. And then if I tell her I'm going to and reply to her because I'm a good friend and I, of course, I'm not gonna just ghost her and ignore her. Okay, there's some obligation there of actually Mm. following through. So I I would just say, regardless of what your ask is, the private message goes a long way. Oh, that's a great piece of advice. I love that. And I see that with any ask. I mean, whether that's for a book review or Mm -hmm. a positive review after you've worked with somebody or, um, you know, you, they heard you speak, you know, if you're a speaker and you're listening and you want people to, you know, somebody was in the audience, you know, send that private message. So, 
Um, Valerie, before we wrap up, where do you see book marketing headed in the next five years and how can we stay ahead? So I am going to take my, I'm going to be like preaching to myself here because I still need to do this for my own book. Um, I'm going to blame the fact that like I've had kids in the last few years and all the things, but um, audiobooks, okay. I think, are a huge opportunity for us. Um, I still need to record mine as an audiobook. Um, but you know what's great about that is I can do a, a launch of my audiobook when I'm when I have that. Um, but yeah, audio is becoming more and more popular as we're seeing here, even with your show of just like people, some people want to watch, some people want to listen, some people are listening on the go. Um, but audio is huge. And so, and also it comes down to an accessibility piece of just like thinking about, and that's been a big shift I've seen in marketing is just making sure that any content you're creating is made to be as accessible to anyone, regardless of, you know, if they can see, they can hear, you know, all of those pieces. So I would think through like, how can you make your book accessible to as many people as possible? And audio is just a simple route to go for that. Obviously, it takes a little bit more work. Um, it's an extra, it's an extra piece of the project, but I, I do think it's gonna gonna help you out in the long run. That's awesome. That's great advice. And I know several authors who do that, who have launched and now they're doing that. The other thing that I want to slide in there: if you're an author of a, a language, a book in a different language, and my example would be mm-hmm. a friend of mine wrote a book in Dutch, but she's connected to people all over the world. She's now launching her English version. Mm-hmm. And so that could be another relaunch and then the audiobook. And so, yeah, yep. that's great. And I love that we can then, you know, use that marketing strategy for these different launches. So uh, very, very smart. Yeah. Valerie, how can people connect with you and learn more from you? Yeah. So, you know, I'm probably most active on LinkedIn, um, followed by Facebook. But yeah, just come find me, Valerie Morris. And then uh, my company is Tintero Creative. And that's where I'm doing all the things marketing and bookwise. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. If you have any questions, reach out to Valerie. You can always um, reach out to me as well. And I'll make sure to link to um, the, that, what was it? A calculator? The timeline, the timeline, the timeline yeah. um, is going to be in the show notes. It will be right here below. And so then you have access to that and also be connected to Valerie at the same time. Thank you so much for being with us. I'll be back next week with another episode of strategy talks. Bye everybody.